Prepare to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spleichel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here is the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of the Academy of Internet Marketing, and the host with the most, Andy Spleichel. Hello and welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. And today I am being joined by Neil Andrew of PPC Protect. Now, before we dive into today's topic, including what PPC Protect is and what it does, can you take a few minutes and tell us about yourself and and the history behind PPC Protect? Yeah, sure. So thanks for having me, first of all. Really nice to be here. Um, So in terms of the history behind PPC Protect, um, we were founded about five years ago now. Um, We are a team of four founders initially, a very distributed team of four founders. So we've got a founder in Tennessee in the US, we've got here in the UK where I am and we've also got one over in Israel Uh, and our background really leads us perfectly to the industry that we're in, which I'm sure we'll touch on very shortly. Um, So two of us used to run a performance marketing agency, um, specifically within the PPC space. And two of us also worked in a cybersecurity background. So one of those was enterprise network cybersecurity. um, The other one was cybersecurity within the military, uh, in the Israeli military specifically. Oh, wow. And those two, yeah, so it's, it's quite quite advanced, shall we say. Um, those two co-founders um, that work with us who were on the cybersecurity side, they were actually clients of ours um, at the performance marketing agency. So the whole business, the whole solution was very much born out of that agency and out of the frustrations that they were experiencing as clients of ours. Um, so it's, it was very much building a problem or building, building a solution to a problem that we had ourselves first um, okay. and then rolling that out obviously uh, across more people. Um, so about two years ago now, we mothballed that agency completely. Um, we focused fully on PPC Protect. Uh, we now have 14 staff spread across four different countries. Um, so we have a head office here in the UK uh, near Manchester, which is where the majority of our staff are. And then we also have staff in Israel, the US and France as well. That's very fascinating. Now, before we really get into it, um, more about you. What's, what's an interesting fact that, well, fun fact that most people may not know about you? Well, that's a good one. You're putting me on the spot a little bit there. <laughs> um, <laughs> that most people don't know. I mean, when I speak to most people, they don't realize that I am actually Scottish because I don't have the accent at all. <laughs> I've been living down in England for so long. Um, so that's, that's something that, yeah, I guess, I guess often surprises people. Um, on the marketing side specifically, um, I actually used to be responsible for the PPC management and PPC budgets of, at the time, the UK's largest Google Ads advertiser. Um, so we were spending more money than anyone else at that time. Whether they still are or not, I don't know. I've been there for about eight years now. Um, but yeah, that's my, my claim to fame, I guess. I was at one point managing the biggest Google Ads account in the UK. Wow, that's a, that's a great claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, well, Google, Google all of it, definitely. Yeah, they must love the amount of revenue I've driven to them. Sure. Well, 
you know, jumping into that. So many of my listeners are also heavily into to advertising using Google ads. Now, can you tell us quickly how, how PPC works to identify fraudulent clicks? Yeah, sure. So I'll keep it fairly top level for now. And then if you're interested, obviously we can dive into it a little bit deeper and we can go into more technical detail. Um, but in terms of the solution that we have and the solution that we've built, what we've done is we've built uh, an automated cybersecurity driven solution to stopping click fraud. So one of the reasons that we went down that route is when we were on the agency side and we were trying existing solutions that were out there, we found that everything in that market, it very much takes an ad tech approach to things. So it very much, very much looks at things like defining your own rules, for example, and how that influences your campaigns. Um, so do you want to block certain types of traffic as a blanket ban rather than taking those nuances into account? So a great example would be, do you want to block VPNs, right? Well, actually people might at first glance think, oh yeah, of course I do. Someone uses a VPN, they're obviously clicking my ads maliciously. That's not true. There's no reason that that needs to be malicious activity. If you go on YouTube and you look at any video these days, you'll probably see an ad for NordVPN somewhere on there. They're advertising on everything. That's because VPNs are so widespread now in legitimate usage. So there's a lot of legitimate activity coming from them too. So those existing solutions that took that ad tech approach just didn't work. So we came at it from a completely different angle from the cybersecurity angle. The way that we implement that is when someone makes a click on an ad that is protected by PPC Protect, we analyze the data associated with that click in real time. So we have hundreds of parameters that we look at, that we cross-reference against our own internal databases, and that we do that real-time analysis on. And if enough of those metrics sit outside the mean, so they sit outside the average of what we would expect, that flags that something isn't quite right about this activity. So it, it could be anything from at the very basic end, click frequency, and I'll touch on that more um, a bit later on, but from click frequency all the way up to things like spoofing device IDs, spoofing browsers, um, spoofing locations, that type of stuff. So we look at all this information together, and when the system then makes a decision that the click is not legitimate and the user is invalid, we block them from being able to see those ads in the future. Um, we block any future activity from them, so you're not essentially paying for junk traffic, you're not paying for invalid traffic anymore. And just in case um, some listeners might not know, what, what is a VPN? So a virtual private network, um, it's essentially a way to mask your IP address. Um, so if you were, you know, for example, worried about your ISP snooping on your browsing habits, so your internet provider snooping on what you're doing online, uh, or if you are, I guess, in a, a very basic case, maybe you're at work and, you know, work blocks Amazon from the work network because you don't want to be, they, they don't want you shopping on Amazon during work time. If you use a VPN, you can get around that block because you're changing your IP address. And um, so it's essentially just changing the address of your, of your computer itself. Um, there is a lot of legitimate uses for them too. So a lot of people that work in corporate networks will use VPNs to connect to internal secure networks and that sort of thing, but don't want to get too high level into the technical okay. side of it. Sure. Sure. Now I see in your system that you have fraudulent and then suspicious clicks. So how do you tell the, the difference between those? Yeah, we do. So it's two different, or the, the two primary buckets, if you like. So we do have legitimate as well, obviously, which means that we're not taking any action with them. Right. Um, the two primary buckets of activity that we monitor are those suspicious and fraudulent. Um, for suspicious clicks, it, it essentially means that when our systems analyze that data, we've detected that enough metrics lie out with the mean. So enough metrics don't quite add up to say that something isn't right 
about this activity but it's not yet done it to a point where it's statistically significant enough for our system to say this is fraud so to take a very very basic example on that there may be repeated click patterns that could be indicative of competitor activity but the system doesn't have enough information to say that those repeated click patterns are definitely fraud they just don't quite add up yet fraudulent activity means that the system has enough data to sufficiently determine that it is actually fraudulent so we are very very confident that this is fraudulent activity and therefore we block that traffic in real time so when it's fraudulent it can't see your ads anymore it can't interact with them across whatever campaign type you're using within Google Ads. When it's suspicious, we haven't blocked it yet. We're just monitoring it very closely and we're gonna see what happens with it in the future. If we get some more information that allows us to make a more informed decision, then we can move it either to being legitimate if it's a real user or to fraudulent if it does indeed appear to be fraudulent. Okay, so fraudulent, you've already blocked suspicious, you're, you're thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah, that's okay. in, in basic terms. Yeah, suspicious means that yeah, we're thinking about it, but ultimately what we don't want to do is we don't want to block traffic that might not quite look right, but could end up converting and being a high value conversion. Sure. Yeah, if you're blocking someone who could spend $10,000, that would be a nightmare. Now, what, what about automatic traffic or bot traffic? How yeah, so, so we do stop bot traffic. Um, in terms of how we determine between different types, because there's a lot of different types of bot traffic out there. So you've got targeted bots um, where someone, for some reason, you know, really doesn't like you. It could be a competitor. That's, that's the most common case. Um, and they have set up a botnet, a bot network to specifically target your ads. So to put that into some context, if you have $100 and you have access to either the dark web or you speak Russian and you can hit up some of the Russian <laughs> forums out there, then for $100 for one day, you can hire a botnet that will take your competitors' Google ads offline. It's that simple. And when you think about, well, $100 might seem a lot, but actually, if your competitor is driving $10,000 of business through their ads account every day, that has a massively damaging effect. So we stop those types of attacks. Um, but we also stop things like automated click farms. So they're on a much larger scale. They're not targeting you specifically. They're just clicking ads in general, um, either to scrape for information uh, or to do it on the publisher side. So I'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with the AdSense network where the publisher receives a percentage of the click and Google gets a percentage of the value of the click. So there's a lot of click fraud on that side um, with display ads in particular where publishers are making quite a lot of money by spoofing these clicks with uh, automated bots. In terms of how we determine if it is a bot or isn't, there's various different characteristics that we can take into account. But at a basic level, you're looking at things like the user agent, which is essentially the browser itself saying, this is what I'm running on. So you have browsers that you would expect to use, and then you have browsers that humans definitely wouldn't use. So something like a headless browser, and again, not to get too technical, but a headless browser essentially it renders the code, it renders the text, but you can't actually see anything. Well, a real user wouldn't use that because you don't see anything on your page. You don't see anything on your screen. So it would be completely useless. So at a very basic level, we can do that. But then when we start getting into the more advanced bot detection, we have to be a lot more clever, if you like, in how we're detecting these things. So we have to start diving into things like network analysis, the health of the IP and the network range, the history of it. 
cross-referencing it with various pieces of data in our database and then doing that real-time analysis as well on things like what plugins do they have installed what fonts do they have installed you know, all these things can give you a probability that someone is a bot or that someone is a human um, if you've ever used the recapture service so you ever had one of those boxes that you have to tick that says not a robot uh, it's essentially a, a very very similar process to that well that's uh that's scary especially the you could uh, have competitors hire a Russian programmer to take you offline there for a hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that when you say it to people, they go, nah, no way, that, that doesn't happen. No one would do that. And then, yeah, we can show people the screenshots of the forums. We can send them the URLs and, you know, there it is. If you want to hire it and you've got enough Bitcoin to pay them, then, you know, go wild. So it absolutely exists out there and people are generally quite shocked when you know, they realize that. Now, the, the fraudulent clicks in general, how, how big of a problem is that to, you know, let's say the average e-commerce company, or I don't know, average, but, you know, the ones spending a couple grand a month on their ads? Yeah, so it's, I mean, for the industry in general, it, it's, it's a massive problem. It really is. It's kind of the silent killer, if you like. No one is talking about this, um, which is absolutely bizarre because the studies show that this year there's been $25 billion dollars lost by advertisers to click fraud and by 2024 that's going to be 50 billion dollars wow. it's going to double in four years i mean that's a massive amount of money that we're talking about here and people just aren't taking the action that needs to be taken to stop it um, in terms of e-commerce advertisers specifically you know we see that shopping campaigns which are by far sort of most used by, by e-commerce advertisers, um, they sit on anything from about 10 to 12% fraudulent activity. That's going to vary by which industry you're in, but as a baseline, that's kind of what you're looking. Um, so, on search ads, sorry, go on. No, I'm sorry. So 10 to 12%, you think, huh? So 10 to 12% on shopping. Yeah, absolutely. Um, search ads varies massively by industry. So e-commerce search ads, you're looking at a lot of brand name, very cheap clicks on brand name, generally quite low fraud percentages you're probably looking at five to eight percent somewhere around there if you're running display campaigns so whether that's uh, dynamic remarketing for example or if you're running prospecting campaigns on the display network then you're looking at massive amounts of fraud so we had one client um, with us who was spending three quarters of a million dollars a month so seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month purely on display advertisements 88 percent of that activity was fraudulent wow that's incredible. So it's humongous, humongous amounts of money. And we have people coming to us saying, display campaigns don't work. We don't run them anymore because they're just useless. Well, actually, they're not. They're incredibly valuable if you get them right and you get the traffic right. And that's the key thing, really. You know, if you're spending 80, 90% of that spend on fraudulent traffic, then obviously you're not going to be results because there's so much money being wasted. But display is, is by far the biggest. Uh, then shopping and then search ads. Okay, great. Now, what would you say to those advertisers out there who say, well, Google automatically provides credit for fraudulent traffic, so why should I bother signing up for a service like PPC Protect? Yeah, it's a good question because it's probably the most common question that we get asked by people. Um, seems to be a very common one out there. So, yeah, our stance on this is that Google aren't ignoring this issue and we're not pretending that they are okay we're not saying here that google do nothing and that they're totally useless and that you need our solution we're going to solve all your problems that's not who we are that's not the kind of company that we are and we can see from 
credits, like you say, that Google provide on invoice statements and invalid activity adjustments, that there is something there that's kicking in to you know, provide small amounts of refunds, small amounts of spend back. And it is generally very small amounts of spend that get given back. I think what it ultimately boils down to is two things, really. A, they can't handle this on their own. This is an industry-wide problem. You know, we're not just talking about Google potentially being an issue here. We're talking about the entire digital media ecosystem. So it really is an industry-wide problem. And even a company the size of Google can't handle that on their own. But following on from that, we really have to look at, is this a priority for the ad networks to tackle? Or have they got bigger things on their plate and other areas that they could better invest their funds in? And you know, looking at it from perhaps somewhat of a cynical point of view, but an ad network, whichever ad network that may be, an ad network's goal is to generate revenue, ultimately. No matter who's clicking an ad, no matter where that comes from, be it a competitor, be it a botnet or you know, some sort of malicious user, the network is still being paid. Now, it is in the network's somewhat interest to limit that amount of fraud because they don't want people buying traffic on a network that's very, very fraudulent because no one's going to buy that traffic anymore. But it's also against their revenue goals to start refunding people for clicks, to start really filtering that out. So I do think there is a bit of a disconnect there, perhaps. I'm not saying by any means that you know, Google are doing that maliciously or, or with any sort of intent. I don't think that's the case at all. I think it's just not a priority for them. And we see it from the systems that they have in place. You know, we've had clients come to us who've had for seven days straight uh, a CTR on some of their ad groups of seven, eight hundred percent with hundreds of clicks. That's not normal, and yet they're still being billed for these. So we can see the systems aren't working as intended, that they are failing, and that's exactly what we are there to help with, and that's what we're there to protect. Well, I got to say, that's a, a great sounding click through rate. Yeah, I mean, if it was converting, <laughs> then <laughs> if it was converting, then fantastic, but unfortunately, it doesn't convert. Sure. Hey, so I know, so it sounds like you're all over Google now. Have, are you? just monitoring Google traffic or do you do any other networks? Yeah, so we monitor Google search, um, Google shopping and Google display. Um, we also do, we offer active protection on all of those as well. So we do the blocking of the traffic and the IPs. We also offer monitoring only services on uh, discovery campaigns, uh, YouTube campaigns, and app campaigns. So we don't do the active blocking on those just because of how Google has set that system up. It is not possible to block traffic on them. But by having the monitoring, we can provide reports for people to go back to Google to say, on my app campaign or on my YouTube campaign, you build me for this, but my verification provider says this, this, and this doesn't add up. And then they can open that conversation with them about getting some sort of refund. Um, beyond the Google ecosystem, let's just say I can't say much right now. Take of that what you will but I can't really expand beyond that. Oh, all right. Well, that sounds like something might be coming, huh? Well, I said nothing. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> so if somebody's interested in your service and, and testing it out, I know you, you offer a 14-day trial. Now, that, is that for, that's for complete access, or how does that work? Yeah, so 14-day trial, completely free access. Uh, you get total access to the platform. Um, you'll also be partnered with one of our customer success specialists here. Um, so they will offer to go through an initial onboarding session with you, and then they'll be on hand throughout that trial to really deep dive into that data. So some of our customers come on, they sign up, they see the results, and they think, great, perfect, love it, you know, 
that's it, don't need any more sort of interaction with us and they just leave it to do its thing in the background. Other customers really want that deep dive into the data. You know, they want to know, well, why did you take action on this specific click or what was it about this that caused it to be flagged up? So that's where our customer success team come in. You know, we can provide the raw data exports from our database, depending on how technical you want to get, we can give you full log level analysis and data visualization, or if you want to keep it simple, we can just give you sort of top level reasons of why certain actions were taken, but we're there sort of on hand, if you like, to, to dig into that data with you and to help you get those insights into why we're doing what we're doing. Okay, great. And then after the trial, after the 14 days, how, how does your pricing work? So we have two different um, methods of pricing, if you like. So if you're spending under $40,000, US dollars per month on your Google Ads campaigns, uh, then we have a number of fixed plans that work within that. Uh, um, so, for example, if you're spending up to $10,000 a month, it costs you $70 a month for protection. If you're spending ten dollars to $20,000, it costs you $130 and so on. If you go over $40,000, then that changes to a percentage of your media spend. So, depending on how much spend you're putting through the system, how much spend you want to protect, that determines what percentage point we would then bill that at. Okay, well, that makes sense. And besides the 14-day trial, do you have any other special offers or incentives going right now? Somebody might be on the fence, but just trying to figure out if they'd like to, to give PPC Protect a try or not? Yeah, we do. So if anyone is a nonprofit who signs up, um, nonprofits have a flat 50% lifetime discount across all of our pricing options. Um, if they are not a nonprofit, then we do have a 20% off for your first three months offer. Uh, all you need to do is during the trial process, reach out to your account manager, reach out to our support team and just mention that you've heard me talking about this. And then we will apply that onto your account and that will give you 20% off for the first three months. Oh, great. Well, that's, uh, that's awesome. Thanks, Neil. Now, is there anything that I might have obviously overlooked you can think of? Um, nothing that, that really springs to mind. I mean, I, I guess from your you know, listener's point of view, if they're thinking, well, do we have fraudulent activity or you know, we're not sure if there's any fraud in our ads, you know, we would always say sign up for a trial, connect your ad accounts, and you'll get that auditing in real time. And the way that we do business as a company it is very open. It's very transparent. You know, we are not afraid to go to our trial users and say don't give us money <laughs> there's no point in you using this you're not being hit by fraud in a way that's the best case scenario you know we don't want to see our users suffering from fraud so i would say you know, hook up your accounts try it out um, we're always on hand for for any questions you've got and if it's saving you money fantastic it's a great investment for you and if it's not saving you money and you're not being hit by fraud then we would absolutely tell you that well that definitely sounds like a, a no-lose uh, proposition that's the idea yep that is the idea Cool. Well, that's great. Well, thanks for joining. That is it for today. So remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And if you're looking for better results with your Google Ads by avoiding fraudulent clicks with your Google advertising, go ahead and sign up for a trial to PPC Protect or take advantage of the 20% discount that Neil had offered. Neil's also just joined the Make Each Click Count Facebook group. So if you have any questions directly for Neil, feel free to ask him in there. And if they wanted to contact you, they just go to ppcprotect.com or is there a phone number or what, what's the best way to do that, Neil? 
Yeah, so the best way would be ppcprotect.com. Um, we do have phone numbers for various locations around the world, depending on where you're in. So we have US phone numbers, we have a call center here in the UK, and we also have representatives over in Australia. So anywhere that your listeners are, we're on hand and, and waiting to take their calls. Um, I'm also open to talking to anyone direct. You know, my emails are always open. Uh, I can be reached at neil at ppcprotect.com. So if anyone has a question about you know, click fraud in general, or even just a Google Ads question in general, I'm always happy to, to share those insights and that expertise. Well, great. Well, thank you again for joining us. And that's it for today. Remember, listeners, remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to do it faster are members of the Academy of Internet Marketing. Join our private Facebook group. Make each click count or send us an email to info at trueonlinepresence.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.